Number five, I have Mac Miller faces. Number four, I have the roots and then you shoot your cousin. Number three, I have clipping, clipping. I'm, I'm assuming that's how you say self-titled name. Uh, number two, I have Freddie Gibbs, Pinata. And number one, I have YG, My Crazy Life. Right, okay, um, number five, I have Blueprint, Respect the Architect. Number four, I have Blue, Good to Be Home. Number three, I have Sci High to Prince, Black History Project. Number two, I have Feral Mach, PTSD. And number one, I have Freddie Gibbs and Mad Lib. And yeah. Alright, number five, I have Open My Eagles, uh, Dark Comedy. Number four, Schoolboy Q with Oxymoron. Number three, Freddie Gibbs and Mad Lib's Pinata. Number two, The Roots, and then you shoot your cousin. And number one is. Um, Feral Mods. Feral Mods PTSD. Fuck. How the fuck Why is number one the one he always has to think about? I don't know, man. Feral Mods PTSD is uh, number one. Um, number five, I have Moody Black's Nausea. Number four, I have Cunning Linguist uh, Strange Journey Volume 3. Number three, I have Open Mike Eagles Dark Comedy. Number two, I have Atmosphere Southsiders. And number one, I have Sage Francis Copper Dawn. There's always some something happening with Ken's top pick for some reason. Every fucking time we do this shit, right. whether it's mid-year, end of year, I don't, I don't understand Ken. And the, you know, he's like the Cleveland Cavs. He can't draft number one, so it's all good. Um, I picked YG My Crazy Life, man, number one, because it, it's the album so far. <clears throat> or the hip-hop project that I go back to the most. I, I just feel like it's... Uh, it's a it's a, like a ghetto version of, of, of Kendrick's story and, and YG and, and DJ uh, Mustard, right? Or, yeah. yeah, DJ yeah. Mustard. Yeah. Um, they, I, I just feel like the synergy between, like they just brought it in together, man. And, and uh, almost all of my projects with the exception of Mac Miller, I felt were like all projects that they just hit their their mark like this is what we wanted to do and i felt like they hit it like freddie gibbs and mad lib pinata i Which think that's what on your list number two mm -hmm. that's number two on my list and i think all f mike did you have that one on your list pinata he didn't have pinata but three out of the four had us had that one on the list so i think that just speaks to how good that album was uh clipping as something that um, I guess I don't want to get too too much into it because we haven't done the review on it and that is coming to The Roots and then you shoot your cousin. I, did you have that one on there? Nope. You did? So two out of the four, so half. You know what I'm saying? Me and Ken had it on there again. That was like, what on your list? That's number four. Number four. I'm going from one to, one okay. to five now. Um, the Roots and then you shoot your cousin. Again, I felt like this, you know, I, I even said in the review, I, I don't even know if I could, you know, all the way call it hip hop. But as, 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 a, as a project, uh, you know, listening to it more and more and more because I went back, I feel like B, like now even more so, there wasn't enough black thought on it. But, but I understand it and that's the reason why I still made my top five. Mac Miller Faces is something that we didn't review, but I thought it was dope and, and for me to date, that's his best project so far. Um, I, 23 tracks that's a fucking that's a lot of damn tracks but yo yeah it's crazy it's crazy God, man, you, thank yeah. you it, it, it's a lot it's a lot i like it too but it's a lot man it is a lot, a lot to take in it is a lot to take that's in his best project so far i think so i think so i i i think that 
uh, his verses, the production, I just thought overall, beginning to end, it, it, it was where Mac wants to be now. You know, because like when you listen to Blue Side Park and you listen to all his early shit, you know, he definitely took a turn to the darker side. And and I think that this project embodies that, you know what I'm saying? Um, I think how I said on his last album, watching me, uh, movies with the TV, with the sound off. He, watching movies with the sound off. Yeah, watching movies with the sound off. That he, I, I felt like his flows and everything started really catching up. And I think that on this project, with the beats and, and the lyricism and just everything, I, I just think that he's continuously taking steps and steps and steps. So I, I definitely had to put him in my top five. This was a, it's been kind of a weird year for me, man, in, 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 um, in hip hop. Because when I was really putting together my list, um, I wasn't able to really find a lot of projects I liked or um, or find many projects you know challenging for uh, a spot. You know, it was pretty much most of the ones that reviewed that I, that I liked and and you know that I listed outside of Open My Eagles, Narcomania, and that one that one just dropped a couple of weeks ago. But it's one of the ones that I found myself going back to uh, the most ever since it dropped and listening to it and listening to you know just almost like you look at the title and it's like for him is is I laugh to keep from crying type of concepts and the different themes and stuff that he's exploring within this album, you know, and, and really you think about him and like his mind state of like where he has to be to write and craft some of these songs. And I think it was one on there, the Idaho song is, is the one where he's talking about it's a bunch of friends and you know, it's just, this is what I got out of it. They're on this road and it's late night in the morning and they're driving and you know, while he's driving everybody sleep. And you know, he was like, you know, you you was uh, sharing these things with me, and now all of a sudden you're sleeping, I gotta drive by myself. And you know, he's talking about the fear of driving at, light, at night, man. And you know, I remember just doing that. I remember in college, going up to, to New Orleans, three hours away, and then partying all night on, on uh, up there, and then driving all the way back at four something in the morning. But yeah, it's, it's, it's a really good album, man. Um, and where did it land at on your list? Yeah, it was, it was number five because I haven't had a chance to really um, oh, okay. listen to it a lot. Just, just, yeah, it dropped June 10th, I believe. Mm -hmm. um, but like I said, it was one that I found myself revisiting a lot right. um, over the last few years, uh, last couple of weeks. Um, because there's 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 a lot there that you're you know for me I keep trying to pull out. Mm -hmm. You know, with some of the songs I still don't know what Death Mate is about. But um, but yeah, overall I think it's a really good good album. I think people should definitely check it out. But um, but like I said, the first four projects, and why I kind of you know drifted off that was just stuff that we've already reviewed, and they just stuck. Like since those reviews, I haven't had many other albums that were challenging for a spot. I, I was surprised that Sahaya was that high on yeah. the list. I actually, I had to, you know, because like usually when we, I know we can ready to do our like our, our mid year, I got to listen back to like albums that came out this year, and when I came back across to this one, I was like. Holy shit! Like it was, you know, it's just like one, that shit that just you be like, oh damn, this song, oh damn, this shit was tight. Like you know, you just coming back, I'm like man, this, and I'm like, this is a tight ass mixtape. And just remembering, I remember when we was getting ready to review it. I think we like all of us praised it, and then I just had to. That was one album mixtape I had to go back and listen to, and I'm like, yeah, this shit was dope. Blue, I I loved I loved the blue album. You know, I, I didn't have an issue with the beats. Um, it was good. No, I'm just saying. I mean, the beats was good. Blue, blue was incredible as usual. And and for it to be a double album, not many double albums that you like like a lot. That you like, okay, I like a lot of these songs. A lot of these songs that I actually really like, 
I've really skipped it's pretty much damn near a non-skippable double album and um Blueprint That's um, major for you for you to like short albums too. Yeah, but it, it's it, but it seemed like two short albums because it, it was a double album. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't that long. You know what I'm saying? Like the first disc was only ten songs. Nah, so, you know, nah, 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 it's two short albums that nah, makes two nah, long yeah, albums. It's two right, short albums right, so, right. because it's two short Cause, albums. Because nah, you know. it's, it's one it's one album that's long that still feel like it's longer than that. You know what I'm saying? So it didn't seem super long. It didn't seem that bad. Right. So, but um, yeah, Blueprint. I, I you know I, that was an album that I actually enjoyed a lot. I love that album. Blueprint, respect the architect. Oh, Blueprint. Yeah, what he thought I was saying. Nothing. Oh, well, he okay. was talking about blue just now. I, yeah, I thought you... But then he's oh, talking, now he's talking about blue. Ahead. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I'm sorry. No, I was just no it's my fault. Oh, yeah. You ain't paying attention. Got your I phone, wasn't. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking blueprint, of Respect okay. the Architect is another album that I like that was short. You know what I'm saying? I love because he, he produced that whole album using his MPC 2000 XL, so I... I love the soul sampling chopping that he had on there and this rhyme. You haven't? Yeah, it's check good. Man, it's check good. that shit out. Check it out. Um, I should have dragged you to the show. I didn't think about it. I didn't know you liked Blueprint. Oh, yeah, yeah. It, it was actually three albums fighting for that number, for that five spot. It was um, Blueprint, Respect the Architect, Step Brothers, That's and. Um, Go ahead. Oh. Man, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> it was Blueprint. Um, Step Brothers, Laura Stepperton, and um, Kungalini's Strange, Strange Journey Volume 3. So that was, but I think when I listened to Blueprint like two more times, I like, yeah, this is it. This is going to be my top five for mid-year. So. so it was a little different from for you than Ken then, because Ken said he felt like it wasn't anything like that that was fighting yeah, in hip-hop. It, oh, it, was, it was some albums that was fighting for, for, you know, for me, at least for my list. So right. that was... If I want to slide in those little honorable mentions, that's why I just threw that honorable mentions in there right there. But and you know, uh, Madlib and Freddie Gibb, that was another one where, you know, you saw the collaboration. You was like, is it gonna work? But then when them two made that album, man, it was just like it was almost like it wasn't meant to happen. Like it should have happened like years ago. You know, it's you know, it was good to hear Freddie Gibbs spit some over some smooth soul gangster shit and not no trap beats or whatever. So what that land on your list again? Huh? Where'd that land on your list? That's number one. Number one more? Yeah, that's number one. I mean, just for, for Mad Live to craft those beats mm -hmm. just for fit to fit for Freddie Gibbs was just crazy. It just seemed mm -hmm. like it was just a match made in heaven for them to work together. So I thought that was awesome. Um, what was my number two? Oh, yeah. Feral Mind. Yeah, that's... I mean, that could have... that You could have either switched both of those for one and two. I, you can flop those either way in my list. I just put... Mad Lib and Freddie Gibbs because I was I think I was really more blown away from that because I wasn't expecting that to be that great yeah. opposed to Feral Monch. I'm like okay yeah you know Feral Monch is gonna be gonna do what Feral Monch does so mm -hmm. for him to have this like I said a more focused LP since Internal Affairs blew me away and I loved it. Anybody list you want to shit on before you get into yours? Mm, I don't think so. Oh y'all got subpar music. To it don't really matter. You know? <laughs> uh, my top five was uh, Moody Black Nausea, um, which is an album that um, Cheshi Ramos hit me up and asked me to review. And I reviewed that on my channel, so if you have not watched that, go watch it. Boom, plug. And uh, yeah, that record's great. I don't know if it's something that y'all would like. It's more it, experimental. Um, yeah, but it's, it's really dark. I've been really into mood albums this year. Like, Albums that really, really set a mood, and that album really does that very well. This is a really, really slept-on album that that people need to go listen to. If you like experimental hip hop, this is fucking amazing. This album, 
Um, Cunning Linguist, I don't think I really need to talk about that. I talked enough in the review, so y'all get it. Open Mic Eagle, um, that was really the shocker of the year for me. Um, I gotta shout out DJ um, Jazz Pants. He was actually talking about the album, and I was like, man, I need to go listen to this. Because it came out, was it, it might have been longer than, was it two weeks ago? Yeah, it was two, two, two. Okay, so it came out on my birthday, and I just didn't get around to listening to it because I had so many things that were lined up ahead of it. When I finally put that album on, it was like, okay, this is definitely gonna be in my top five. Everything Open Mike Eagle does, I think is fantastic. But this one, I don't know. I think there's a, like a lot of there's a lot of tension that he squeezed into this album that is just, you know what? I'm actually reviewing this album too. So y'all can just go wait for that shit. <laughs> and it'll drop on the top site. Y'all can go look at it there. Atmosphere Southsiders, another album we did not review. But I did review that on my channel as well. So if you want to go watch that, do it. But I think that's a highly slept on album. Uh, after I did my review, I went back and listened to a bunch of critiques and watched um, some videos, read some reviews. And not saying you can't be wrong in a review. You can't because you're not presenting anything as fact. But some of y'all are completely missing the point. It's like people always want their favorite artists to stay in, in 10 years ago and it's like you're not willing to let anyone progress and it's like people are always bitching about okay well Slug is not rapping about this anymore but they're completely missing what Slug is rapping about now but that kind of shit is really why I do my own channel and review stuff that we miss because there's so many artists that we just can't cover everybody but I, I want these artists to know that there are people like us that appreciate them and I, I like the fact that they appreciate us actually talking about them. When I review somebody's album, they just don't say shit. Like, even if they say, hey, fuck you, you got it all wrong. I, I take it, you watched it, cool, whatever. But when they actually take the time to say, yo, I really appreciate you reviewing my album, thank you. Yeah. That means a lot. Not that I'm doing it for that purpose, but I'm trying to get the people that I love, I'm trying to get them more fans. But yeah, moving past that, my number one um, was Sage Francis, Copper Gone which another album, again, that I reviewed on my channel recently. That album floored me. Sage Francis yeah, hasn't been, yeah, it blew me away. Sage Francis hasn't been in the game in like four or five years. And this album is phenomenal. And I think the reason it, we were talking about relatability earlier. And this is an album that I can 100% relate to. The greatest thing about this album is Sage Francis is a really honest MC, which I don't know if anybody here is even listening to him, but, um, He's on here and he's, he's, he's showing you that he's a, 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 a crazy wordsmith because he used to be a battle rapper. He's also been a, uh, a slam poet. He's done so many different things. So you have him starting the album off with him just spitting raw, telling y'all, look, I'm a fucking dope ass MC and I'll, I'll murder any of y'all. He also has these songs where he's talking about breakups and being frustrated with how his life is. and. It, that's not something that many rappers do. I put him in that same category as Slug where it's like, yeah, you're emotional, but you're not whiny. There's a big difference. He's, he's probably one of the most honest MCs out. And if you listen to this album, like, the one that got me the most was, and this is on my review, but I'll say this real quick. He has a song where he's talking about had his heart broken and the, the only person that was there for him were his cats. And for a rapper, a male MC, to put that on wax and be proud to say something like that, like I think that says a lot. 
And but the thing about Sage Francis, he's never been afraid to be overly honest in his music. And I think this album for a 2014 rap album is so like just unashamed and just so openly honest. I love it. Every single song. And and again, when you look at a rapper like this and you're just like, oh, he's soft, he's talking about his feelings. Listen to his other songs where he's just spitting his ass off on the same album. Like he has songs where he's telling you, don't fuck with me. Don't fuck before we dance and all you get is trampled on. Like he he will fuck you up on a mic. It's a balance. It's a perfect balance. You have songs about him murdering MCs and then you have songs that are relatable where he's like, I'm a fucking human being too. This is shit that I've gone through and I feel like putting it on wax. So yeah, I just, I, I'm always been a fan of really honest MCs and I like when one is honest enough to put something out there that most rappers would not talk about. And this is, just like I said before, this is what I've always expected about Drake. It's just that Sage Francis does it better. Clearly. So my question. Isaiah Rashad, Sylvia Demo. You know, it didn't make it top five. And you was very, 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 very high on it. So I just want to know why. Why it didn't make my top? Um, to be honest, this list was extremely difficult for me. Like, this has probably been the hardest mm. since we've been doing this list. Because there are a lot of albums, not only that are already out, that, that I was like, ah, this is tough. And then there were albums that literally just came out like a week ago that I wanted to put on this list, but I was like, you know what? I haven't sat with those albums long enough for me to squeeze those in just yet. I guarantee by the end of the year, my list will be completely different. And that's what happened with Isaiah Rashad. I, I still love that project. It's just these other projects that came out just knocked it out the, you know, knocked it off its box. Cause it's like, I still listen to it, but nowhere near as much as the ones that are on my list. Like Moody Black, I play all the time. Cause I just, I love that shit start to finish. It's phenomenal. Would, would Isaiah Rashad right now be in my top 10? Absolutely. It's just not in my top five. Is there anything y'all think off the top of your head that's coming out the remainder of this year that y'all think that might be in that top five? Shit, easy. What? Logic. Creating Logic. They both dropping albums. So, you know. And us getting a little preview of the, of the Logic album. I'm really looking forward to sitting down and listening to it. You know what I'm saying? My Absol, which I'm... Absol, too. I'm looking, I'm looking forward to J-Rock. Run the Jews. Yeah, that's the only real. I mean, yeah, Run the Jewels too yeah. is definitely. Run the Jewels. That's coming out this year. Yeah, it's supposed to be coming out this year. That new Cage project yeah. too, the Kill, um, the Sam Hill EP, I think is going to be really interesting. Carter Five. No. I'm interested to see what happens. That ain't gonna yeah. make your damn. Talk. It's not gonna make. Hell, I, you, you know, know I'm you not know. even gonna say that. You know. Exactly, I'm not even gonna say that. But <laughs> I'm like 80% sure that it won't. Why eighty percent sure? Because be, yo, past yeah, exactly. Like 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 Wayne hasn't. No man, no no. He so there's you don't, a lot you don't like he what he's been prove. releasing lately. I do. Like remember, I said um, when that first EP that he dropped, like the beginning of the year or whatever, I was like, look, he sounds sober, and that's a step in the right direction. And every feature I've heard of his, he's definitely getting back to a point of respectability for me. You know what I'm saying? Like I can listen to him and be like, okay, Wayne. You did your thing on that. Instead of like, like, just thinking like you're a drugged out rapper right now. So, you know, I, I don't, I don't know what to expect out of the Carter Five. I expect it to be better than the last Carter. That's all I expect. What do you guys think of the year so far? Looking back, for me, it's, it's been a damn good year. I mean, it's been a good year, especially for indie rap. For you know, your back. Type shit. It's been a good year. People have dropped some great records.